There is no place like home for the holidays. I would absolutely like to know where your home is this 2019 as we get closer to the end of the year. Where are you? Where are you located? Would love to know where that is and also where you would like to be in 2020. So if there's like a favorite destination place that you'd like to travel to, let me know. And I'm going to tell you how you can let me know. I want you to go over to fearless-millionaire.com forward slash ASK. Ask. That's right. It's also the same place you can go to ask me anything. Ask Nathan anything. So that's fearless-millionaire.com forward slash ask. And that's where you can go and tell me where you are this coming new year, but also where would you like to be in 2020? Well, maybe there's a new travel destination place that you'd like to go to, a place you've never been to. I actually had my good friend um, ask me uh, just a few places about Europe. He asked me like, hey, what are the top four or five places you would uh, recommend in Europe? Now, oh, let me tell you, first I'm gonna say, well, I'm gonna kind of push in the direction of Portugal. However, I, I think Portugal's really nice. Lisbon, the country, uh, li the country of, yeah, Lisbon, the country. The country of Portugal is really nice, as well as the um, the city of Lisbon, uh, or Lisboa, is, is really nice. It's really beautiful. There's a lot of great sightseeing. I mean, the streets are so like, classical they're old they got the old-fashioned yellow trolley car and you just feel culture like seeping in like right up through the cobblestones it's it's really unique one of my favorite places about lisbon was actually going to see the museum and i don't remember the name of the church but it was the church where um what was that guy's name that famous traveler i just forgot his name <laughs> what's his name i can't even remember now uh, something with a g do you guys know uh, not Galileo. What's his name? Oh, you know, it's always on the tip of my tongue, but now I can't think of it. So maybe it'll come up to me. Hey, if you know what I'm talking about, let me know. How you can let me know is go to fearless-millionaire.com forward slash ASK. And on that page is a little button. It's an orange. It's not little actually, but it's an orange button. And it says, send a voice message to Nathan Amaral. You click start recording. You don't need to enter your name and your uh, email if you don't want to. Uh, you could just state your name and who you are so I know who you are uh, and then I will get that message and I will answer your question personally. I'm so grateful that so many people already been using this feature and I've been able to get back to you whether it's via email or a phone call or uh, even I'm going to be answering some of your questions right here on the podcast show. I'm looking forward to hearing where you are this holiday season and where you want to be in 2020. Still haven't closed a deal yet in your real estate business? Then you have found the right place. This is the Fearless Millionaire Podcast, where you can gain clarity, confidence, cash flow, and build your business the right way from the inside out. Here's your fearless leader, Nathan Amaral. So at the end of every year, I always tend to do my annual backwards goals. If you're not familiar with this, this is what Raymond Aaron taught me, my first coach, my first mentor in life and in, in this real estate business industry uh, taught me very well. I'll never forget the day I was at the Javits Center in New York City. I had paid my way. I took, I think, a bus and then 
I got a very small hotel because at the time I barely had any money and I went to the Javits Center for two days. Well, it was it was two nights and three days. And I went to this convention, it was the Real Estate Expo. Well, one of the guys that was there was Raymond Aaron. And I'll never forget at that live event where Raymond would, one of, in one of his presentations, he would always talk about uh, how you could win a cruise ship. So I always remember, cruise ship! And he got everybody to, you know, shout out cruise ship at certain parts of the presentation. It just embedded that you could potentially win a cruise ship, right? So. Now, it, it's, and the reason why, I mean, looking back today, I didn't realize it, but it's really hard to sell a goal setting program. I mean, if you really think about it, it's really hard to sell a goal setting program. And let me tell you, well, at least at the price point that he was selling it for. And at that time, it was $3,000. Listen, I didn't have $3,000 at that time. I was 18 years old, but what I did have was a brand new shiny credit card. And guess how much the limit was? about $3,500, that's right. And it, I had never used it before. And there I was at the Javits Center and I had listened to a bunch of other real estate gurus, but I really, I invested my money into Raymond Aaron's The Monthly Mentor Program. Let me tell you, let me just tell you a little background story about this. As I was sitting there, I was right in it. I was playing full out. I was yelling out cruise ship. I was shouting out just as Raymond Aaron instructed. And as he was going through his goal setting program and how goals were the most important thing to set up for your life, I literally just sat there saying, I need this. I want a better life. At the time I was working three jobs. I was tired. I was broke. I wasn't making enough money and I needed to do something different. And this was the answer at the time. It was the perfect thing I needed in my life. So at the, t at the end of the presentation, he asked whoever was interested to run to the back table. And let me tell you, that back table was filled with a bunch of people. Now, I don't know if they were running for a cruise ship or if they were actually running for a goal setting program. For me, I've never even been on a cruise ship and I have no desire to go on a cruise ship. I actually really don't like the ocean, but I wasn't running back to the table for a cruise ship. I was actually running for my life. I was running for my goals and my dreams. I wanted them to become true. I wanted a better life for myself. So I quickly grabbed my wallet. Well, it wasn't quickly at first, but I was just looking around. There was a bunch of people in front of me. I was hoping I was gonna walk away with one of those packages. I saw people like giving their cards and signing up application forms and walking away with this, this bag of stuff, this bag of goodness, this bag of dreams. And there I was, I, as it was my turn, I quickly filled out my application. I still wish I actually had that application. I wish I did, but I don't. And I handed over my card and they ran it for $2,999. When I got my card back, I got the receipt and I got my bag of monthly mentor pro goal setting program. I remember how heavy that bag felt. I don't, at the time, I had never felt something so heavy in my life. And it was because it was a bag of books and CDs is because I just put myself in debt, you know, almost $3,000. I remember walking over to the stadium um, bathroom and going into one of the stalls. And I remember just sweating like profusely, just sweat was pouring down my face. And I remember sitting on the toilet. Now I didn't have my pants down or anything, but I was just sitting on the toilet. And I remember looking down, I had this bag of, the bag of books right in front of me. And I was looking down at it and I said to myself, what did I just do? What did I just buy? What did I, what did I just 
invest in. And I just sat there and thought for a minute, and let me tell you, the words that kept playing over and over in my mind was not cruise ship. It was dreams, become goals, become tasks, become results. And that's what continually ran through my mind over and over and over again. And before I left that stall, I remember, I remember just saying to myself, I got to do this. I got to do this because this is all I have. This has got to work for me. I remember leaving that bathroom saying, you know, with, with a sense of confidence, but yet scared at the same time. I was confident that this would work because I saw it in the presentation and I saw other people were doing it. So if it worked for them, it must work for me. And mind you, I never had any goal setting training as a kid. I never knew how to set goals. No one ever taught me. I never, YouTube wasn't available and, and podcasting wasn't available. There wasn't like a lecturer at a, at a local school or no one came to my school and taught me how to set goals and dream big. It just wasn't there. This was my only source. And you know what I did as gullible as I was and I thank God I was gullible. I thank God I was gullible to every book I've ever read in regards to business and success and personal development, marketing, and sales. I was gullible. I soaked it all in. I read every chapter, and I dove into the monthly mentor program, and I applied myself. I applied myself every day, every day through that program. I didn't miss a beat. Annual backwards goals, did it. Pull out the little business card with my, you know, my tasks and my goals, what I needed to accomplish for the day, done. Write my letters, done, right? Announce my debt to my, to my family, did it. Worst probably, you know, it wasn't the worst decision, but it was the worst experience I had gone through at, at that point in my life. Raymond taught me to do that. I was heavily in debt, not including the 3,000 I had just spent. I actually took out a personal loan and racked up a bunch more other debt from cards that these banks were willing to give me. But I was deep in debt and I said, I need a way out. And I also need to double my income. That was a big thing for, for Raymond at the time was how you can double your income. And that's really what I wanted. So it was a combination of doubling my income, bettering my life, achieving my goals, living my dreams, and maybe a cruise ship. <laughs> it was all that wrapped into one. And all I did was follow the plan. And I'm so glad I did. I am so glad I did because today I can happily, proudfully say that that shit works. And if you're looking for a plan, now listen, I'm not saying today, you know, Raymond has moved on to a lot of different things. He still offers the uh, the monthly mentor program, but I'll tell you what, there's a lot of other things out there. And today there's other courses and trainings from a lot of great people out there. You have to find who you connect with. What's most importantly at the end of the day is that you actually do it and not just read about it and hear about it. You actually do it and be disciplined to do it. I'd say that's the one thing that I remember my mom always teaching me as a kid is that, you know, your habits and what you do and the choices that you make are all wrapped around the discipline that you have. And if you have enough discipline to do something consistently, you'll end up getting those results. And that's something you have to apply in your life. If you don't have that discipline to be diligent and continue to press forward and to be consistent, consistency breeds results. And it was with that consistency in Raymond's program that actually got me to the goals that I wanted to achieve. So what am I sharing with you today? I know it's the end of the year, right? It's the end of the year. We're coming up. The first is right around the corner. And if you've been following me closely, 
maybe on the YouTube channel. By the way, get over to the Fearless Millionaire YouTube channel, subscribe to the channel, and check out the video where I stopped writing my goals back in 2018. I literally did. I stopped. It's been the second year I actually haven't written out my top 10 goals like Raymond taught me. So for many years, I followed Raymond Aaron's plan. I followed his monthly mentor, and it works amazingly. And then in 2018, I said, you know what? I'm going to switch it up a little bit. I'm not going to write my goals out. I'm going to do goal setting a little bit differently. See, by now, it's already become a habit in my life of how to set goals, how to make them the smart method. If maybe you're familiar with that, I like to follow Raymond's way. And I would follow Raymond's way to the T and everything would happen exactly as it was planned, exactly as I written it out. It was phenomenal. It worked like clockwork. And then in 2018, I said, you know what? I'm going to change it up. I'm going to do something a little different. And, you know, I started working with what I call the task approach. The task approach is where you delegate everything else that you're not good at. The things that you're not good at, you just delegate it, right? You're delegating these little tasks and you're only focusing on the things that are the most important to you, to you that match your unique ability and your highest income earning skill. That's it. So you delegate your tasks. You don't take them on. See, what happens with most people, right? Maybe you've experienced this. Let me know if you have. What happens to most people is they will write down their goals or their to-do lists, right? And most of the time, they put the most important thing they want to achieve or get done at the bottom of their list. And that thing remains at the bottom of the list, right? And so what they do is they look for maybe the smallest and easiest one, easiest ones. They knock those off their list. They check them off. Some people are addicted to checking boxes. And I'm saying I was there too. And sometimes I catch myself. I'm like, oh, this is simple. Check this one off. I can do that fast. And sometimes we get in the habit of checking off the little ones because we want that sense of accomplishment. Say that with me. We want that sense of accomplishment, right? We all do. We all want to feel like we achieve something every day. If you're a high level achiever, that means you just strive to achieve something every day. Checklist, to-do list, right? You just love checking those boxes, seeing those things disappear. You track them, all that kind of stuff, right? And and that's how we measure. Some people measure their success by how much they got done today, right? How, how much they achieved that week, that day, that month, that year. Now, what I decided to do was pull away from that. And I wanted to take a different approach because I noticed that my business was, uh, my businesses were growing in number. My uh, tasks and responsibilities in those businesses were was growing. So I needed to lean more in delegation. I needed to lean more on my assistants rather than me manage, you know, mostly me doing all the tasks. I need to manage more. So this happened back in 2018, especially going virtual. You guys know I went virtual back in 2013, actually more heavily back in 2011 and 12, where I started investing uh, virtually and then, you know, being internationally now investing in three different countries. So that has grown more and more. So now I'm leaning more on other people, having more managers in the businesses and companies and, and making that happen. Happened, I, I realized in 2018, I need to start, stop doing the little task. I need to delegate more. And you can check out that video over on YouTube. I've also done some great uh, podcast episodes with Robert Winkle. I've done other podcasts about delegation. Check those out on our podcast as well. And in those episodes, you'll hear how I've different, either companies I've used, resources I've used, uh, tools or service providers, or even different strategies that I've done. 
And so back in 2018, I said, you know what? I'm done with the small task. I got to have this mental shift and I need to delegate the small stuff. I need to get rid of the small things, the little tasks that I don't need to be doing. I need to be focused on working on the business, big ideas, you know, operating in my highest income skill. So that means whatever you are great at, you have to be doing the most of. No, don't get me wrong. We all have, you know, especially when I first started this back in 2018, I was like, whoa, how am I going to not, how am I going to delegate this? You know, it it needs me. It needs me, (laughs) right? So how am I going to delegate this when it needs me? Actually, the truth is sometimes if you step out of it and get out of the way, things get done a lot faster and better, right? (laughs) They do. It's pretty amazing. So what I found is that when you start creating either partnerships or hiring assistants or managers in your company, things can move a lot faster and you'll be great at delegating tasks. You know, I thank God for real estate investing has taught me how to be a better manager over the years because in real estate, you end up just moving all the people and parts together and trying to get people to work together rather than trying to do everything yourself. You're basically always trying to move people along. And uh, that's one one thing that's great about real estate investing. You know, it kind of teaches you that automatically. So that I had to transition into other businesses that I have and run in and, and manage them more effectively. So this has been great. It's been a great experience. And I found that I've actually uh, increased uh, production. We've increased sales. We've increased revenue. But we've also, we've gone deeper We've gone deeper in what we've wanted to accomplish, right? We've gone deeper into the company, into focusing on what is within the companies. And that's and that's really powerful. So I've changed. I've changed. And, uh, and, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. I think people evolve over time. And going into 2020, I want to share something with you that is probably going to be one of the most groundbreaking years um, not, not for me. I think my groundbreaking year was 2016, honestly. 2016 being the year of clarity. I'm seeing 2020 as the year of confidence. Over the past four years, I've had great mental clarity, amazing clarity, where I've I've gone even, I don't want to say minimalist because I know a lot of people have different ideas of what minimalism is or living this minimalistic lifestyle, maybe living in a van or, you know, only owning so many things. You can check out, you can check out that other podcast episode of how I live off where I only own like less than 150 things, right? So it's not about how much you own or how minimalistic your life is, that kind of stuff. No, what I decided to do in 2016 was become mentally clear on what is in front of me. And actually, a lot of that had to do with going digital. I I, I use this term going digital quite often because for many years, I was already going digital. I remember when I was buying audio CDs and I started selling them off. My friends thought I was crazy, but I started stop buying audio CDs like, you know, music CDs. And I started, I signed up for the the first music streaming service on the market. It was called Rhapsody. And while I was on Rhapsody, everybody else was either downloading music from illegally from Napster or, you know, buying still CDs. And I was over on the streaming service and I had to buy this specific, um, you know, I don't know if you guys know this, but it was before iPods. It's called Creative Zen and it was an MP3 player and you put your, you put the SD card in there and all that stuff. And it was just, um, and then it connected to Rhapsody and guys, I, I was going digital with my music was the first thing everyone went digital with before a lot of people were. So I was already living this digital age, but in 2016, there was a turning point for me. I said, you know what? Everything has to be digital. No more paperwork, right? That was another thing. No more paper, no more. Everything's e-signature, 
right? I don't want, I don't want, I want less paper. I want less things in my life. And as I started to do that, now we're in 2019, I found that my brain has freed up a lot. More importantly, back in 2018, I started deleting. That was like the year of deletion. You know, even it's 2019, it was like 2018, 2019 was the year of deletion where I literally started going through files on a weekly or sometimes monthly basis. And I'd go in through my computer or my phone and I'd just start deleting what wasn't relevant to me. You see, for many years I've been on the internet. Maybe you're like me. Maybe you have thousands and thousands of emails. Maybe you have thousands and thousands of eBooks that you never really read. Maybe you have thousands of free gifts or whatever documents that you never even filed correctly or organized on your computer and all that kind of stuff, right? Everything's just piling up. And in, in 2016, I said, no, no more. I gotta do something about this. So I started moving everything digitally and then in 2018, I said, you know what? I gotta start organizing everything. So 2018 was a big year for me where I said no more of having over 100 emails in my inbox. I found a free service called unroll.me and started unsubscribing from all these emails that I was getting from offers or whatever company. I just started unsubscribing in 2018. Unsubscribe, unsubscribe, unsubscribe. And I only wanted the messages that mattered most in my life, that was most relevant. Right, so any kind of offer, whether it was whatever company, I don't want to list up companies, you know, and bash them here because I'm not bashing them. It was just clearing up my clearing my mind. And listen, some companies, I'll give you a perfect example. I unsubscribe from Amazon's emails. However, I still shop on Amazon. Does that make sense? So I just stopped getting the daily notifications from all these companies. And it was a goal of mine to reduce my inbox from, from thousands to 100. And then now, then it went from 19, 2019 went from, from 100 to less than 50. And listen, I get emails every day. And most of them, they're all just business related. They're all business emails. I want you to imagine if you were sitting, if you're the CEO of a company, right? And this is, pay attention to what I'm about to tell you because this is exactly where the small business owner has gone rogue and lost in confusion, right? I'm gonna, I want you to imagine two different kinds of people. And this is if you have over 100 emails in your inbox, okay? Watch this. If you have over 100 emails in your inbox and you're the CEO, you're a small business owner of your own company, I want you to imagine you're, you know, before the internet, right? Imagine yourself, it's, you know, 1990. <laughs> and before, before even when everyone had the internet, before there was email or whatever, you're in your office, it's just small business, and you have on your desk, over 100 papers that need to be sifted and sorted through. Now double that number, triple that number, quadruple that number. Pretend there's 1,000 pieces of paper on your desk, on your desk, in your paper inbox. How would you feel? You'd feel overwhelmed, right? You'd feel like, oh my gosh, I have to deal with this, right? Well, see, in, in today's world, it, unfortunately, it doesn't look that bad. Well, hey, some desks I've seen looks pretty bad. <laughs> but because it's digital, it's easier. It's like, ah, it's out of sight, out of mind. It's on, it's just a number. It's 1,782. It's 3,779, right? It's just a number. And all those emails pile up. So, so listen, I don't care how many emails are in your inbox and what makes you feel sane. All I'm saying is it brings clarity. I'm telling you what I have done to clear up the mental clarity in my life. So one of the things I went in 2018 was I needed to clean up my inbox because emails in my organizations are the most important and most productive form of communication in my line of work. They may not be important for you, but in my line of work, they're everything. 
Okay. So I had to clean that up and I did. And it felt so much better. Everything's organized folders and files and, you know, uh, there's rules and, 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 uh, it's just great. Now, when it comes to other things in life, such as maybe cloud drives or whatever it is, just get organized, get cleaned up, get ready for 2020. 2020, I look at it as the year of confidence. I look at, I look at confidence like you're going to do things you've never done before. You're going to say things you never would say before. You're going to have new thoughts and new visions, new dreams. And mixed with that is going to be clarity. Is mixed with that is going to be a new focus. And mixed in with that is going to be a new vision for your life. But where is the vision without the confidence? Where do you end up? Almost nowhere. You have to have that confidence and boldly to move forward. You have to, you have to stamp forward. You have to say, I'm coming. Here I come, 2020. Get ready. Look out, world. Here I come, right? That attitude of, it's on Donkey Kong. <laughs> and that's what you really have to do with an attitude and belief system you have to have as you move into 2020. I want you to make it your best year ever, whatever that means for you, whatever your best year would look like. And by the way, write that down. Share it with me. Write me an email. I'd love to hear what your best year would look like. Also, if you do want to ask me anything, go to fearless-millionaire.com forward slash ask, A-S-K, and I will get your questions and answered right here on this podcast. And so with that being said, I do have one question that I'm going to share. I'm not going to share all the questions and some of them have turned into phone calls and private phone calls of great success stories. Wow. I mean, I'm going to share one brief story uh, from one of our members, one of our fearless millionaire members, uh, and his name is Forrest. And I'll tell you what, Forrest has just been crushing it crushing it like seriously and sometimes you know it's kind of interesting uh, I always find out that when someone uh, is not in much communication they're either busy or you know uh, or they're uh, depressed right you're either really super busy or you're super depressed you don't want to talk to anyone right have you ever experienced that before where you're like super active and then everything's going well and you're you know just super busy in life and you can't really have time to talk to people right ever experienced that before or you're just super depressed and you're super ashamed and you don't want to talk to anybody right so the good thing is with Forrest he's been super super busy and it's so great to hear that it really is the success and the the, the profits he's been able to bring into his company it's fantastic so exciting he actually had his highest profit uh, deal ever in 2019 how amazing is that that's what i like to hear from my members that's truly what i love to hear from every single member who has done things who and i remember just a few maybe like less than two years ago and uh forrest has actually has allowed me to share this we actually did an interview about this but forrest was probably in one of the worst mental states mental fogs in his life he even told me he's like i've never been in this situation before and this is the worst unclear I've ever been and you know this type sometimes these processes take little tweaks and sometimes they're just groundbreaking aha moments and sometimes it's just a matter of shedding a little bit of light and direction into someone's life and all of a sudden the doors open now people are clear they've built on that confidence and I remember when Forrest and I would follow up we'd follow up on our weekly calls and uh, man it was just amazing to hear the success he was having and rolling through and I'm just so excited for him because you know, when you hear things like this, people having their best year ever, 
that is what makes this all worth it, right? That's what makes sharing these stories with you, giving you the tips and tools and value, and just answering your questions, that's what makes it so much worthwhile to give back in that way. It really does. I hope that you go out and make this 2020 your best year ever and do whatever it takes to make that happen. Do whatever it takes to get clear on your dreams. Do whatever it takes to get clear on what your unique and highest skill is, your unique ability. Do whatever it takes to get clear on what fears are holding you back. Do whatever it takes, take, the, take whatever time it takes to get super focused, to know what is got you tied down in your life, to know what really is holding you back. Not who, but what. Not when, but now. I wanna wish you a very happy and successful 2020. Go out there and let's get clear. Let's build on our confidence and let's generate some more cash flow, baby. Let's go. Thanks for listening. This has been another episode of the Fearless Millionaire Podcast. Like the show? Let us know by liking and sharing. Be sure to check out our website at fearless-millionaire.com for more clarity, confidence, and cash flow.